Hello, and welcome to The Context. My name is Scott Pruitt, and I'm an anchor with News China. With our podcast, we aim to provide insight into the current trends of modern China, allowing you to clearly see what's happening today through a historical lens. Today we're going to talk about a famous painting from the Tang period called Five Oxen that is not only China's earliest surviving painting on paper, but also has its own backstory, full of political intrigue and intermittent homelessness. On October 22nd, the keenly watched 20th National Congress of the Communist Party of China formally concluded. Attended by about 2,300 delegates elected from among more than 96 million party members, the event, which occurs every five years, inaugurated new leadership under Xi Jinping and provides the blueprint for China to achieve the ambitious goals of national rejuvenation through modernization with Chinese characteristics. To attain this goal, many delegates expressed that they would serve the people wholeheartedly like an ox. In a Chinese linguistic context, the ox is a symbol of diligence, dedication, progress, and strength. For example, a selfless commitment to the good of the people is represented by Ru Zunyo, or a willing ox to serve the people. The animal holds a special place in Chinese culture, and through the nation's history has been venerated by politicians, scholars, and artists alike. Animals have always been a focus of interest for artists, constituting a major genre of Chinese ancient painting. Eminent artists are usually known for portraying a specific creature, such as horses, cats, dogs, or fish. When it comes to depicting cattle, there is one artwork that stands above all others. The sparsely decorated hand scroll, simply entitled Five Oxen, is currently on display at the Palace Museum, also known as the Forbidden City, in Beijing. It measures 20.8 centimeters by 139.8 centimeters and is dominated by five imposing oxen, which are finely detailed and rendered in varying postures, each displaying an individual temperament. One has a raised head, whereas another's head is bowed. One looks back while another scratches its neck against a leafless shrub. And the one in the center, rather than walking toward the left as the others, faces the viewer directly. The exceptional artistic value of the painting was extolled by some prestigious artists of later periods. Zhao Mengfu, a renowned calligrapher in the Yuan Dynasty, which spanned between 1271 to 1368, had nothing but praise for the superb depiction of the creatures, saying the painting is a rare treasure on earth. Jin Nong, highly respected for his calligraphy and painting during the Qing Dynasty, which lasted from 1644 to 1911, made similar comments, saying the quintet consisted of divine creatures. What further distinguishes the five oxen is its rarity. It is China's earliest surviving painting on paper, 
made using flax and dating back to the Tang Dynasty, which lasted from 618 to 907. Among the 17 designated paintings that are not allowed to leave Chinese territory for overseas exhibitions, the Five Oxen ranks second only to John Zichin's silk painting, Spring Excursion, which was created much earlier, during the preceding Sui Dynasty that was established in 581. Brighter in color compared with its silk counterparts, the paper upon which the Five Oxen is produced is made from layers of bark, compressed together into a thin material. The absence of pulp and minimal moisture content has significantly extended the longevity of the painting, in this case, 1,220 years. The painting is horizontally laid out, with the five oxen forming the complete landscape, but seemingly detached from each other. So how and why did the artist choose his subject? Well, that depends on who you ask. The Five Oxen is a masterpiece by Han Huang, a famed politician as well as an artist. In the past, there were some who believed that the oxen represented the five brothers in Han's family. In contrast to the carefree and upbeat look of the other four, the ox on the far right, which in this theory is thought to represent the artist himself, seems in rather low spirits and a bit stressed. It wears a nose ring and a bridle on its head, which is interpreted as symbolizing the heavy responsibilities of the painter's job as a servant of the Tang government. However, this belief was later completely overturned as evidence shows that Han actually had seven brothers. Another school of thought suggests that, based on China's agricultural tradition where cattle symbolize the established values of diligence, frugality, and the constant pursuit of fortune in a happy life, the painter sought to encourage local farming and express his good wishes for the people and the country. As well-founded a presumption as that may be, if we dig deeper into the life of the creator, there is very likely much more going on here than the mere expression of tribute. Born in 723 into an elite family, Han, like most of his family members, followed a political path and served four successive Tang dynasty emperors, Xuanzong, Suzong, Daizong, and Dezong. His political career started in the year 755 as the Anshu Rebellion rose up against the Tang dynasty. It was the turning point of that era. Amid political and social turmoil caused by the rebellion, the country was in urgent need of rebuilding, which required strong, long-term financial support. Han was known for his capability in financial management and gained great trust from the authorities. After several promotions, he was put in charge of the economic affairs for the whole country. However, Han's reputation for competency also got him into trouble. When Emperor Dezong took office, he accused Han of being too harsh on people in order to achieve his financial goals, so the emperor sent him away from the central government to serve in low-level posts in various prefectures. As Han was a capable official, he excelled wherever he was sent, eventually rising to the level of governor for what is present-day Zhejiang province in southeast China, overseeing one of the most economically important areas within the Tang Empire. Since the outbreak of the Anshu Rebellion, the dynasty had been plagued by locally based military forces, and during Emperor Dezong's reign, removing this relentless scourge became his top priority. 
It was said that as the emperor was unable to offer sufficient reward to the soldiers who came to suppress the rebellions, he was forced to flee the capital city of Chang'an due to a military coup. It was Han Huang who came to the emperor's rescue. After that, the emperor promoted Han to prime minister, the highest-ranking official in the imperial government. Despite it being the peak of his career, Han didn't enjoy his tenure at the top. It turned out that De Zong was a highly suspicious ruler and trusted no one, including the man who had deployed troops to save his life. The paranoid emperor worried that Han might secretly build up his own military influence and threaten his sovereignty, so he kept Han on a tight leash. The emperor had appointed and replaced dozens of prime ministers during the 25 years of his reign, and this time it was Han's turn. But it didn't last long. After serving in the top ministerial post for less than four months, Han Huang succumbed to a fatal illness and died at the age of 65. Interestingly, it was during this brief period that the minister and artist produced his signature work, Five Oxen. The painting was always highly regarded and sought after by royal families of successive dynasties. Emperor Huizong of the Northern Song Dynasty, which lasted from 960 to 1127, compiled Xuanhe Huapu, or the Xuanhe Catalog of Paintings, which included dozens of works by Han Huang, including the Five Oxen. Despite its obvious value as a work of art, Numerous wars and periods of political chaos resulted in the painting being left homeless on more than one occasion. And yet, like the noble beast depicted on the priceless work, the five oxen always found its way back to the royal collection. Following the fall of Northern Song Dynasty, the painting was nowhere to be found, but was later brought back to the court by Emperor Gaozong of the succeeding Southern Song Dynasty, Fast forward to the transitional period between the Ming and Qing eras when a similar story happened, with the ultimate owner being Emperor Qianlong of the Qing Dynasty. Known for his keen interest in art, Qianlong valued the painting so much that he would invariably admire the painting after doing a bit of farming each spring on a piece of land situated in Beijing's Temple of Agriculture. The tradition was maintained for 23 years, showing how much the emperor appreciated the painting. Toward the end of the Qing era, in 1900, the Eight-Nation Alliance invaded China and took away the Five Oxen. After 50 years, the painting once again came to light in Hong Kong. It was Wu Hongsun, a Hong Kong-based businessman who managed to take the painting into his possession. At the time, Wu was a board member of HSBC, a regional bank operating in both Hong Kong and Shanghai. In 1950, after the bank had suffered a financial crisis due to the closure of its Shanghai branch, Wu Hongsun decided to put the painting up for auction, priced at 100,000 yuan, or around 13,770 U.S. dollars at the current exchange rate. A bidding war began between the authorities on the Chinese mainland and those in Taiwan in an effort to secure the piece. On the mainland side, under the instruction of Zhou Enlai, who was the Chinese premier at the time, in a bid to recover the national treasure, Huang Zuotai, the then secretary of the Hong Kong branch of Xinhua News Agency, China's state media, started to prepare a rescue plan for the painting. To secure himself more time to raise the necessary funds, Huang managed to spread a rumor to the Taiwan authorities that made them believe that the painting up for auction was not, in fact, genuine. He made it to the auction house at exactly the same time as the bidders from Taiwan, 
The painting was purchased by his older brother, Huang Zuomei, head of Xinhua's Hong Kong branch, for the surprisingly meager sum of 60,000 yuan, just under 8,300 U.S. dollars in today's money, far below what the owner had hoped for. Since its return from Hong Kong, the painting has been kept safely at the Palace Museum in Beijing. Centuries of constantly moving from one place to another had taken their toll. The five oxen had suffered severe damage, and a few hundred tiny holes scarred the paper. It proved to be a demanding task for Sun Chunzhi, a renowned professional who does mounting and restoration of paintings. He spent several months working on the scroll, cleaning, patching, adding color, and polishing. His efforts paid off, because after a panel of experts thoroughly evaluated his work, they rated it highly and declared that the process had not caused any negative impact to the original style and layout of the painting. Now that the five oxen have been restored to their original vim and vigor, and despite being over 1,200 years old, they're ready to face a new era of Chinese history with all the stamina and strength of an ox. Well, that's the end of our podcast. Our theme music is by the famous film score composer Rock Chun. We want to thank our writer Song Yimin, translator Liu Junhuan, and copy editor James McCarthy. And thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, please tell a friend so they too can understand the context.